Welcome to Faith to Faith Broadcast. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Instruction is a lifesaver. Instruction can determine how long and how well you will live. I take that again. Instruction can determine how well, how long and how well you will live. When the Bible talked about the scriptures, it said all scripture, not some scripture, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. He started listing what's profitable for. He says it's profitable for instruction. Amen. In righteousness. I'll pick out that one. Amongst all. For instruction in righteousness. I don't know if it's ever happened that you were trying to cross the road. And someone says, stop! And as he stopped, a car just passed. That instruction saved your life. Hello? He said, I don't like people telling me stop. And when they tell me stop, is when I want to go. Death has called you. You know, it is not possible for a believer to grow spiritually without instruction. Amen. It's not possible. Number one, ever say instruction. Number two, say direction. Number three, say correction. It is not possible for a believer to function without instruction, without direction, that's the leading, and without correction, that's discipline. Amen. The Bible says the wise loves instruction. But the foolish hated instruction. One of the ways to test whether you are foolish or or wise is your response to instruction. There are certain things that didn't change in the Old Testament and in the New. They didn't change. Hello? Did you hear me? I said there are certain things that didn't change. Thus said the Lord, it didn't change. God still says, Amen. God still speaks to man. As He was speaking in the Old Testament, He speaks to man today. That means, spiritual instructions... Have not changed. Moses had an instruction from God to build a tabernacle. Noah had an instruction from God to build an ark. David had an instruction to provide all the things to build the temple, but not to build it. Allow Solomon to build it. Those are instructions. 
up to date, God still gives instructions. Hallelujah. Are we together? So, instructions, whether Old Testament or New Testament, they are, they, you know, listen, I'm saying this for many reasons, but most importantly, one of the roles a pastor plays in the life of the believer is a coach. Amen. And coach gives what? Instructions. You! Cover that area. You don't be going forward again. Stay here. It's not instruction. It's instruction. Joining a church means that you have signed up to accept the instructions that will come from that house. A player in Arsenal doesn't have to listen to the coach of Manu. Amen. Did you hear me? They are playing a game, then the Manu coach will say, hey, hey, hey. See, when the ball is coming, I like to enter. Amen. Is he supposed to listen? He's listening to, he's, he's supposed to listen to who? His own coach. Am I communicating? It's only in the body of Christ where an Arsenal player is listening to what they are saying in Chelsea. Glory to God. So, when you join a church, that's why, let's look at Acts 2, verse 42. Maybe start from 42, yeah? 41 will be 42. 42 will suffice. There's a particular verse I want to look at. Acts chapter 2. 42. These 3,000 that received Jesus Christ and joined the church. Put, put a verse 42. What did they do? Let's read together. I want to go. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Stop there. Everybody say doctrine. The doctrine there is the teaching. The teaching comes with instruction. Amen. They continue. That means that, listen, what he's trying to say is that, I want you to understand what, where this part coming from. Some of you might not understand it. Most of the people that got saved here were Jews. Do you agree with me? It was in Jerusalem. Most of them were Jews. There were about 120 people that got saved. Then after the 120, 3,000 joined them. So, most of them were Jews. We were not really told anything much. But most of them were Jews. Perhaps maybe a few Gentiles were amongst them. Now, when they came in, it's saying that all these 3,000 continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Now, if you are a Jew, the Jews have synagogues. Are we together? They have teachers of the law. Rabbis that teach them in the synagogue. If you actually see, Jesus was not even authorized. He had the opportunity to come and read the scripture. The one reading the scripture is not the teacher. It's just a reading. There are leaders of the synagogue. Are you understanding me? So it meant that it was a practice to go to the synagogue as a Jew. So they had teachers in religious law who were told that Nicodemus... When he came to Jesus at night, Jesus said, if you, that is the teacher, you don't know these things. I also, meaning he was a teacher. Am I communicating? So there were Pharisaic teachers, rabbis. But the Bible says that these 3,000, they did not follow the teachings again. Amen. Of the rabbis. Are you getting the picture? They were now following the teaching of the apostles. That's why I said they steadfastly continued in the apostles' doctrines. 
That means what the apostles were saying, now understand where they were coming from. Where they were coming from, on a particular day in the week, or a particular time, they go to the um, temple. And then in the temple, if you are a Jew and you go to the temple, when you enter the, the, the premises of the temple, the outer court, you have two major things there. You have the, the altar for bond sacrifice, and then you have the liver, like a big basin with water. You wash your hand. That's what like Muslims call ablution. You understand that? You wash your hand, wash your legs, you understand that? To cleanse yourself. Now, that is Jewish practice. Now, the apostles are now telling them that your sins have been forgiven. Amen. Now you are clean. Now you are washed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That means that they don't have to wash your hand and leg again. Amen. Are you listening to me? So, they continued in the apostles' doctrine. The apostles' doctrine is contrary to what they've always known. In the apostles' doctrine, they say, on Sunday is when we worship. In the Jewish doctrine, they say it's on Saturday. Are you understand what I'm saying? So, the apostles' doctrine is totally contrary to what the Jews always knew. But the Bible didn't say they continued. They say they continued in the apostles' doctrine. They understood that joining this place means that it's instruction from here that controls my life. Amen. The decisions I make from day to day, I get the inspiration from the teachings from the apostles. Did you get that? So if you are in Renaissance Assembly, you cannot continue in deeper life doctrine. You cannot continue in winner's doctrine. All of the doctrines are wonderful for the people that are there. Neither can you be a Renaissance member or a redeemed member and you are here in Renaissance Assembly. Continue in Renaissance doctrine. When by spiritual plan, you are supposed to be... Are you understand what I'm saying? Understand me now. You know, the difference between spiritual birth and physical birth is slightly... There are similarities and there are differences. The similarities are that all of us were born and we need to be groomed. Amen. A child cannot take care of himself. There is no child that was born. As a child was born, just stood up, went to look for food. Said, man, someone needs to eat before we die there's no child that said carrying his clothes to wear. Every child had to be taken care of. Do you agree with me? There, there was no provision made for a child to take care of himself. A mother will have to give birth. Even if the mother died at birth, if that child is not nurtured, the child will die. Am I communicating? That's how also God designed that. You are born again. You must be taken care of. If you are not taken care of, you will not grow. Amen. You will not turn out right. Amen. Okay, but apart from that, in the realm of the Spirit, you can be born somewhere and fathered another place. Amen. Amen. Your birth father in the Spirit might not necessarily become your spiritual father all the time. It doesn't always happen that way. That's the difference. Amen. But, God will always appoint to you a house, a family. Amen. Have you not read scripture in the Old Testament? It says, He put the solitary in families. That means that God is the one that assigns families to us. Amen. So, you, he, order your step. 
there are different ways people came to this church. Some people came to this church by soul winning. They were led to Christ and they came here. Some came by invitation. Some came by themselves. Some came looking for something wrong. They came here with the wrong motive. From there they got saved and joined the church. I don't want to take census. You are taking census. You see some of them now. Are you understanding me? Then some came here with their ogre. Are you understanding me? Some came here with their friends. Some came here through employment. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? The, the, the method is not what matters. It's to understand what God is doing. Amen. Are you hearing me? Some people use their two legs and went to obey the will of God. Some fish carried them and went to drop them there. What matters is that they got there. Are you understanding me? Uh-huh. So there are some of you, you have to be swallowed by a fish and brought to the place. Amen. Alright, so but the point now is that when you arrive, is to recognize that, okay, God brought me for a reason. Amen. Are we together? If you are in that house, then you must start aligning with what you are taught. Glory to God. And open your heart to be fed. Every Christian cannot lead. See, you cannot be led by every Christian. Did you hear me? Your Christian friend can share with you something they know. And every Christian can share what they know. You can teach somebody what you know. But to be led, there is a grace to lead people. Amen. There is a gift of leadership in the body of Christ. And that gift is vested in the pastoral ministry. The Bible calls it the ministry of governments. Amen. It's leadership. It means that the thing that God wants to do, He will through them communicate it so that others will get direction. Some people think God works. God never, from Genesis to Revelation, He never works with masses. He works with individuals. Amen. Did you hear me? God does not work with masses. You will never hear that God told everybody what to do. It's a lie. It has never happened. God will tell one man. And the man will tell the others. The only difference between Old Testament and New is that in the New Testament, God would have dropped a witness in your heart of what he's telling this leader to say. Amen. So you have a witness in your heart, but there will be a leader. Amen. One time, I was in, in church, in the office. And then, someone I had not seen for a long time, a runaway protege. Finally came after many years. I was so happy to see the person. Wow, I've not seen you for a long time. Oh, what's up now? Blah, blah, blah. The person said, oh, the Lord spoke to me and prayed I should come and meet you. And da, 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 da. I'm at a phase where I want to start ministry. I said, okay. So the person came with another person. You know, there were two. So I said, okay. And they said, do that together. And they said, telling me about starting the ministry. I said, okay. After they finished talking, what God has laid on their heart, they have been praying together. And I said, okay, so who is the leader? They said, two of us. I said, nonsense. <laughs> Baldadash. What are you talking? They said, no, two of us. <laughs> what they do understand is that maybe 20 years ago, I'd seen this madness. So it was in that spirit I was talking. I said, Hey, 
God, does not, God is not an author of confusion. Hello? If you are confused, God is not confused. I said there are no two leaders in this kind of thing. I said there is only one leader. He said, okay, okay, everyone is like that. I said it won't work. God not give a human being two heads. Have you ever thought of it? Hello? Why didn't he give a human being two heads? So this head now, we say, we need to eat cucumber. We say, no, cucumber, cucumber. Are you understanding me? No. It's one for one body. Are you with me? One head for one body. So when leadership and authority, don't play with it. Amen. Are we together? So I said, no, that cannot work. I said, one person is the leader. It's just that either the leader does not know, or two of you don't even know what you are doing. I said, you could go and sort out yourselves and decide on who is the leader. I won't put my blessing on something that will not work. In trying to sort yourself, they quarrel. And then one says, not doing it again. Then one, only one came back. I said, hey, you are the leader now. <laughs> Amen. Are you hearing me? Some of you now want to start something. Let me explain something. Even in partnership, there is a leader. Hello. Don't join anything that leadership is not clear. Thank God for new thoughts of female liberation. It does not change God's word. Amen. Some people are trying to upgrade God. You know, that's what they're trying. They're trying to upgrade God. He has not upgrade him. No. If you a woman, you decide that you want to get married. The day you decide to get married, you have decided that someone will lead you. Simple. Are you hearing me? Whether you are the president of Africa, are you understanding me? You know what it means to be president of Africa? Not Nigeria, Africa. You are the female president of Africa. That means there are 54 or there are countries under you. Then, one day, it entered your heart that I want to be loved. I want to marry. The day you decided to marry, you decided that someone will lead you. Simple. Are we together? Because in that institution called home, called family, God set it up that husband is leader. Amen. Husband is leader. That's how God designed it. So, even if you marry a husband that doesn't want to lead, put him in front, please. Amen. Did you hear me? If not, stay by yourself. You will still go to heaven. Amen. Did you get that? Alright. Now, so instruction. Apostles' doctrine. There are teachings. Now, we gave an instruction to fast. If you don't follow the instructions we are giving, you are wasting your time. 
The greatest thing a pastor does for you is not to pronounce blessing on you. No. It's to feed you. Amen. Did you hear me? Let me explain something to you. There are some of you here that don't understand that there are, there is, there are there's a family tree in the body of Christ. Are we together? We can all trace our lineage. Amen. So, in a church, there are, <laughs> there are sons, the real children of the house. Then there are followers. Are you understand what I'm saying? It's not the same thing. No. So, there are some people that just say, that's my church. Then there are some people that, that is where I belong. It's different. Hello? Some of you may not know what I'm talking about, but that's just how it is. How do you know the true sons? They carry the DNA of the ministry. They carry the DNA of the ministry. If, I don't know, I don't know which of the kids are here now. Let me just use one of the children, for example. Uh, I'm, I'm looking in this direction. I see the children are here. Where's Elena? Come. Peter, um, come. Is it is it the one that's Peter? Is it Peter? Is you now? Uh, but he has come. We must use him to do example. Peter, come. Is very an issue. I'm just. I want to use. An illustration here. Stand. Where is, is your your mom is here, right? Your dad is here. No, just your mommy. Okay. Now, how many of you know? Okay, let's start. How many of you don't know? Stand here. How many of you don't know? He feels like he's in the example. So. How many of you don't know the mother of this child? If you don't know the mother of this child, lift your hand. Please stand if you don't know the mother of this child. Okay. Now, Eliana, move this way. I'm going to call out three women. Alright? And I want you to tell me who you think is the mother of this child. Praise God. Alright? So I'm going to call out three women now. Three women. Um, Sister Debbie, come. 
Come. Lady. Yes, you, yes, yes, you come. Come. Tina, come. You see, all of them are fail. I will confuse you today now. All right. See these three women. Please help me and select a mother. No, no, hold on. Now, those of you that know, don't point to. Okay. Who do you think is the mother? She thinks she's the mother. Okay. You, who do you think? This one. Okay. Thank you. Who do you think is the mother? The one in pink. Good. Who do you think is the mother? The one wearing black. Hey, I wish the father was here. Oh. Who do you think is the mother? This one. You see, eh? What you are looking at now is what you feel that she looks like. He looks like her, right? Okay. No, 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 no. I understand. I understand it. The only way to prove it is to bring the father out. Now, this boy maybe looks more like his father, maybe, eh? than he looks like his mother. So, in this, you might be confused. Because I brought light-skinned women, amen, and you've looked at all of them, and you've given a... So, let's try another one. Sit down. Let's try another one. They will stand here. If you don't know the mother of this child, stand up. If you don't know, you don't know the mother of this child, stand up. You don't know the mother of this child. All right. Stand. I just want to try something. Okay. Esther, come. Uh, Timmy, come. Chilima, come. Stand near her. That's why DNA test is good. Oh. Hey. 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 It can look like anything, you know. Stand here. Now, help me. Who do you think is the mother? Okay, you, okay. What about you? Uh uh. You. 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 The last one. You, you agree? The, se- the second one, for you. The center one. That's this one. Okay, good. You, who do you think? This one. Good. Alright. Sit down. Thank you. Let's try further. David Osborne, come.
come. Richard, come. Udo. Now we still want to find out the father of this boy. Standing between these two men. This way, stand here. Okay, those of you that chose mother. Now the father is here. So... Stand up again, please. If you didn't know the parent, you don't know the parent before. All right, help me out. Who is the father of this boy? You, you say who? This one. This one. This one. Who is the father? Don't point me. Oh. This one. You to use this one. Okay, let's do it this way. How many of you say this is the father? Lift your hand. One. How many of you say this is the father? Okay, two. One, two, three, four, five, six. How many of you say this is the father? That means you must carry this boy and go home. <laughs> now, this is the father. This is the mother. Did you get that? Let's transfer these three men now. Okay. No, let's add one more man. Come, please. Come. Do you get to come? Three of you. Come this way. Come and stand. Let's look at the stand behind. You don't know the you don't know the husband of this woman, and you don't know the father of this girl. Stand. Keep standing. Okay. Okay. You don't know. So, who is the father? This one. Okay. What about you? This one. You face this one. What about you? Do you, you know him before? Okay. You face this one. Why, why do you face this one? Alright. Thank you. So let's find out the father now. Father is here. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Now, okay. But as I've matched them now, are you seeing the resemblance? Are you seeing the resemblance now? As I've matched them, are you seeing the resemblance? Are you getting the picture here? If he's a child of this house, he will look like this. Are you understanding me? He will look somehow. Of course, some children look more like their dad than they look like their mom. Some look more like their mom than they look... You understand that? You get the picture. But the proof that she's from that family... Is there? Are you with me? Are you from Renaissance Assembly? Yes, sir. So you will not be looking like this person when you are this person. Are you understanding me? No. You have to look like where you are coming from. 
Say this one, this one, the way he's talking. If we tell them to start walking now and be going, you will see the steps are the same. Amen. Put your hands together for them. Thank you for... I said all of that to explain something. The proof of being part of a family is that you carry the DNA. Praise God. And how that DNA is revealed or manifested is that you are listening to the messages, the doctrine, the teachings in that place. Someone posted something on social media. And I'm like, ah, this does not sound like... The person didn't... He's a church person, but the person posted something. It didn't look like the kind of thing we would say. Amen. So like, where is the person learning this one? Amen. Where did you hear that one? It's not everything you pick. Amen. It's not everything you pick. If you hear, die by fire, die by fire, die by fire, you know where the person is coming from. Are you understand what I'm saying? Forget about whether it's right or wrong. That's not what we're talking about. You know where the person is coming from. So if someone comes here to lead prayer and say, hey, 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 it's time to die by fire, won't you be wondering what the person is talking about? We don't die by fire here. Are you understanding me? And I'm not saying where they die by fire, they are wrong. They are, it is given unto them to die by fire. It's not given unto us. Are you getting me picture? It's not given to us to die by fire. So, you understand the family you belong to. Glory to God. If you saw a pastor come out here now and say, praise the Lord, and his hair is made, you know where they're coming from. Are you understanding me? You know where they're coming from. You get the point? (laughs) So, if you go somewhere where you say everybody's head, they have moved the head, the head is just shining. Uh, see, and it shall happen today in the name of Jesus. You know where they are coming from. Are you understanding me? Are you with me? So, listen, know your family. Amen. Know your family. Jacob, also known as Israel, is the father of Israel. But he had 12 sons. Each son is a tribe. In this body of Christ, there are several tribes. Did you hear me? So understand your roots. So when you hear the message, you know what sounds like your language. If you hear ah, Abasi, uh, Abasi, uh, Abadi, uh, you know, as I'm talking, you say, you know that it's not. Does that sound like Igbo? If people are discussing and say, hey, hey, no, they are talking. Now, man, will you assume it's Yoruba? They are not speaking your language. Glory to God. 
I want to encourage you. Follow instructions. Amen. Listen to the messages. And understand the family. Let me read the scripture to you. First Corinthians 4 verse 15. First Corinthians 4.15 My time is up. Let's read together. I want to go. For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. What was Paul talking to? He was talking to a church. The Corinthian church. He's talking to the Corinthian church. He says, you have 10,000 instructors. You know who instructors are? Our brother, Deacon Stanley, he was, he's a lecturer. Amen. Um, we have a sister here that is also in the educational system. Sister Timmy is Sister Oroma, right? Okay. Okay, let's use Oroma for example. Stand up. Let's assume that. Let me have two children again. Uh, Where's Gabby or Caris? Come. Okay. Oroma, come forward, please. Then, let me have Eliana again. (laughs) Now, for this case now, this is her mommy. Right? Let's assume that Eliana is in Mrs. Wala Oroma's school. Okay? So this is her teacher. Now, between primary one to university, she's going to have many teachers. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Many teachers. After this one finishes teaching at primary school, and her first come and teach her in secondary school, and her lecturer will come in university. Are you understanding? She will have many teachers. But how many mothers does she have? How many mothers will she have? She can change teachers. Can she change mother? So, while this is her teacher, this one is her own mother. Amen. Are we together? Now, the challenge we have in the body of Christ is that some of us have not been able to separate between Who are our instructors and who are our fathers? Amen. Are we together? So Paul was explaining that. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, that person that comes to teach on TV and you are blessed, you will write down something. He's an instructor. Amen. Thank you. He's an instructor. On television, we are also on television. 
on television, I am not everybody's pastor. There are people that follow us. There's a family I was told about. I met the guy on the road. I met him somewhere. He stopped and I said, ah, I watch you on television. I said, okay, thank you. I want to go. He said, no, I want to explain something to you. Then he said, you don't understand. He said, there is a family where I was living before. He said, every Saturday morning, they would put on their generator, put on their TV, and invite everyone on the premises to come and watch the program. So that's how I said what it was like by force. They would give us something. They are not members of Renaissance Assembly. Amen. They've never been to this church. But they gather people to sit down and watch the TV program. He said, so he started following the program. So they will come and knock on the door. It's time, oh, time for TV program. I understand time. Then they will gather the people on their television, on generator. And then everybody will. He said he did that until he has moved out of that area now. Until he parked. He says as he parked, he has not even been following the program. But that family is like the one devotion of the premises. They will, from there they will pray and then they go. Now, I can say that maybe they could say I was a blessing to them. But I'm not their pastor. Amen. Are we together? To that family, I'm an instructor. If they have a church they belong to. You know, there are some people that, if you don't understand that, you'll be confused in your walk with God. Hallelujah. You'll be confused. And let me explain what the confusion, what, what I mean by confused. Every church is doing what the Spirit of God led them to do. I'm talking about genuine churches now, alright? And the instruction God gave them is different from the instruction God gave us. What I'm saying, is it consistent with scripture? Yes. If you read the revelations, when Jesus appeared to seven churches, he didn't give any of the churches the same instruction. Amen. He gave the seven different churches seven different instructions. Are we together? Okay. Now, imagine the church of Ephesus trying to do what the God told the church of Philadelphia to do. One of the churches, you know what he told them? He said, because you are neither cold nor hot, you are lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. Another church, he said, remember from where you are fallen and return to your first love. Then another church, he said, ah, I look at you. You have kept my word. Amen. Then he said, he said, I will, op- I will set before you an open door and no man can shut it. In that church, he didn't rebuke them for anything. Everything they did was correct. Amen. In the other church, he rebuked them. So imagine that the guy attended the conference of the other church. Where God told them, I will spew you out of my mouth. Amen. Then, his own church, they said, I said before you an open door. Which word is the word for him? The word for him is where he belongs. Does God not know your address? God knows your address in the spirit. Amen. He knows your address. He knows where you are located. So the word he brought for that house, you are part of that word. Amen. Glory to God. Never forget that. When someone, that's why I tell some young folks that just wake up one day and say they want to start ministry. So people don't understand what it means to be a leader of a ministry. Leader of a ministry is not someone that prayed and fire came on your body. Your body was burning. Then you go and start ministry. No. Let me explain what it is. 
If somebody is ordained, let me tell you what ordination is. Ordination is coming into eldership in the body of Christ. Amen. It means that somebody has been authorized by God to say, you, 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 come into eldership in the body of Christ. He said, be not many masters. He was advised, he said, don't be, don't be fathers because their own judgment is more. Amen. Yeah. So, that's ordination. And the Bible now instructs the people ordained. He say, hey, 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 hey. Lay hands suddenly on no man. Lest he be a partaker of their sins. It means that anybody you assign, anything they do that is wrong, God will look at you. So ordination is bringing people into eldership. Then for someone to start a ministry, God has appointed you a father in the body of Christ. Fatherhood in the spirit is not by growth. It's by appointment. That means he has given you the mandate in his body. Jesus is the chief shepherd. And he has appointed you to be a co-shepherd. Hallelujah. So it's not just that uh, you want to preach. It's more than preaching. It's responsibility. Glory to God. That means that anything that he wants to do in the body of Christ, he considers you too. Are we together? He considers you. And the people you are leading, you are going to be accountable for them. So in a church, the person that stands at the set man is the father of the house. Amen. He is not an instructor. Glory to God. When we have guest ministers, we invite, we have convention, we invite also, we invite all our friends. Your uncle is not your father. Amen. Your father's friend is not your father. Amen. Hello. I know there are some children that their head is not, you know. So maybe uncle came to the house and then, you know, when uncle comes here, they will give him drink. You know, when we're small, they give uh, um, juice, biscuits. You know how children behave to uncle. Uncle now say, come and eat. We now give you something to eat, you know. Give you something to drink. He just feels he's a very nice uncle. <laughs> because these biscuits have been in this house. Mommy didn't give us. Yes, and, uh, this uncle has come now. He has given us this biscuit. As the uncle wants to go, say, I want to follow you to your house. Your mother just look at you. Oh God, I will kill this boy. <laughs> but you know some children do that. I want to follow you. To, I want to follow you to your house. I want to follow you to your house. You know. And some of those uncles, they are not nice in their house. The only place they break biscuits is when they are in visitors' house. In their own house, they don't even eat biscuits. But you don't know. You want to follow uncle to his house. Amen. So, in a ministry, when we invite guest speakers, there are uncles that came visiting. They will go. Amen. They will go. Understand that difference. Hallelujah. Understand that difference. If we don't explain some of these things, a lot of believers won't understand it. Say, so, well, I, I believe I'm part of the body of Christ. 
Anything Jesus, I'm in for it. <laughs> That's not how God designed it. You know, like somebody say, no, I'm a human being after all. Human beings are human beings. If I wake up today now, I feel like going to eat in anybody's house. I just enter knock and I eat. It's not a human being. If you don't live like that physically, why should you live that life spiritually? How many of you now, as you are going home, anywhere sleep meets you, you stop and sleep? No, I'm asking. Is there anybody like that? Anywhere sleep meets you, just enter and sleep. You stay at Rumokoro, but as you're on your way at Rumokuta, just say, nobody house is house. What was house built for? Please, can I sleep here? I'm on my way to Rumokoro, but I just feel like I should sleep here. He <laughs> said, Come. <laughs> say, Come. <laughs> he said, Ah, another sacrifice has come. <laughs> they, they give you hot tea, sleep. <laughs> you, when you open your eye, you are in heaven. Amen. You ask the Lord, what am I doing here? He says, since you decided to sleep anywhere, you came early. Amen. So you don't do that spiritually too. You just wake up on Sunday morning. So, uh, Lord, lead me. Lead my spirit. Where do I worship today? Should I go to the right? Should I go to the front? Should I go to the left? Lord, lead me quickly. Let me choose where I will worship. You are a confused, confused child. You should have your church. Amen. Where they know you and you know them. Amen. Are we together? Yes. Where you belong. Let me ask your neighbor. Are you getting what we're talking about? Do you understand it? Yes. Bow your heads everywhere. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want you to pray for yourself that as long as you are in this house, that the Lord will open your eyes to see your role in the house. Amen. And to fulfill that role effectively. Just pray for yourself. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of peace.